do da dippity. You can oh. get with this, or you can get with that. You can oh. get with this, or you can get with that. I think oh. you with this, cause this is kind of fat. Welcome to all weeknight 6A right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We're talking football with you. Here on ESPN 1000, if you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Earlier today, the Bears returned to practice at Hallis Hall. Justin Fields did not practice today. He was out with an illness. He's day-to-day. Chase Claypool did not practice today with a knee injury. Also, Larry Borum did not practice today, also with a knee injury. Uh, The others who have been out as of late, Brisker, Gordon, Harry, Vildor, all practice in full today. So uh, some added players back on defense, but the concern over Chase Claypool, his knee injury, did not practice today. And Justin Fields, with his illness, he was out. Here's Matt Eberflew speaking to the media earlier today, talking about the quarterback for the Bears. Justin Fields is ill uh, today and will not practice. Um, He's day-to-day. He's feeling better uh, day-to-day, so we'll uh, go from there. I'm not going to answer questions about uh, when, where, what, all that other stuff. He's just day-to-day. And uh, he's, he's uh, we'll list it as illness uh, for today, and we'll go from there. And uh, he's feeling better every single day, and we'll go uh, as we go f- through the week. Uh, with that, I will open up to questions. Yeah, you sound like uh, he's improving, and so are you not particularly concerned about his availability for Sunday? Yeah, I, I think it's day-to-day. I think he is improving. I think he's feeling better, um, and uh, it's looking positive. You're anticipating having him Sunday at yes. So that's Matt Eberflus earlier today, Jason Leisure, with the follow-up questions up at Alice Hall. Uh, Justin Fields was in the building, though, so he's ill, mm-hmm. did not practice, mm-hmm. but he was allowed in the building. And so you could rule out COVID. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah. Uh, right? Like, you can still go to work sick in this day and age without mm-hmm. uh, participating. Uh, but what, what did Justin Fields do all day, if that's the case? Here's Matt Eberflus. <laughs> yeah, just staying engaged. Uh, you know, he, he, is, he is in the building, so he's, he's engaged. And uh, he's, you know, uh, obviously uh, working through all the plays. You know, we got, you know, the uh, number of plays we always have on runs and passes that we have on first and second down, all the different things we do. And um, he's engaged there and learning those as we go, and he'll be fine. So there. He uh, didn't practice, but he's engaged. Yeah. I like that. I mean, you can you can be engaged and not practicing. I guess. Can't you? You're like... You could probably practice and not be engaged. You're watching. You're doing various drills. Maybe you're reading the playbook. You're going over plays. You're not participating, but you're engaged. You're there. You're, you're present, right? I just don't... I, I hope it's. I hope he plays. Otherwise, again, we're, we're going into a week where it's like, oh, well, this doesn't matter. But if Eberflu says he's going to play, he's going to play. Yeah, it sounds like uh, you know they keep saying day to day illness. So you know you'd imagine that Drink he'll be some fine. Juice he'll get be fine over there. the weekend, and that's uh, something to kind of look Come at. Bear, Bears and Eagles on Sunday. The Eagles, one of the best teams in the NFL, and the Bears defense has been terrible. Eberflus was asked today. How has Fields helped the defense prepare for Jalen Hurts, a quarterback who can run and pass, and a quarterback, a young quarterback, developing in front of our eyes? Right now, Jalen Hurts, as he comes to town with the Eagles, he's in the MVP conversation in the NFL, which is pretty incredible to think about since last year. Eagles fans wanted Hurts out. Mm -hmm. Like they were a 500 team trying to make the playoffs, and people were not sold on Jalen Hurts. Sounds familiar with a quarterback here in Chicago mm. at times this season before he started having those breakout games where people were not sold on Justin Fields. Here's Eberflus talking about how Fields 
help the defense prep for Hurts? No, it does help them. Um, you know, obviously we've played against Justin all through training camp, you know, and all the all through the competition periods we have even now, you know, because we compete uh, for certain periods um, during the week. And it's, it's you know, I, I see it as a benefit, you know, to be able to play against somebody like Justin. You know, he's such a dynamic player, you know, and, and so is Jalen. You know, both guys are, are guys that can get into the open space you know, can break a pocket down if the if the coverage is, is tight and then run with the football to create first downs. So, um, you know, going against our guys certainly is going to benefit us. You know, this is something that I heard Eberflus talk about earlier today that I thought was interesting. You know, this defense, he's a defensive-minded head coach, and their defense is one of the worst in the league. Mm-hmm. You would imagine at some point that would get better. I know the pushback on that conversation that we've seen and we've heard through the phone lines is people saying, well, they have no talent. Where have you heard that before? Yeah. They have no talent. Yeah. Take a drink if you've heard that 75 times today, right? <laughs> and, and, and so if that's the pushback, my response would be there's still professional football players with a defensive suited coach. And usually in those settings, even if they don't have a lot of talent, those teams usually get a little bit better defensively. Yeah. Not great because you need stars to be great. But usually those are the coaches who get something, they take the towel and they they wring it out and they get every last drop out of the defense and they put together something that's just competing, comparable, yeah. something that can keep you in games. I'm surprised at this point this season that the Bears defense has been as bad as it's been without the la- without the star potential that they they used to have, Roquan, Quinn, you know, and then the people that were uh, traded in the offseason. Khalil Mack, uh, Keem Hicks, you know, those names being off of this defense. Uh, here's Matt Eberflus. What are the expectations for the defense in the final four games? What I want to see really is, you know, the, the turnovers, you know, want that to increase, um, you know, because obviously we're not where we need to be, you know, so what would be a good goal for that? You know, we, ha- we have set that goal um, and we want to make sure we're doing a good job of that. We always want to win the ball. Um, situationally, we know we, we've fallen short a little bit, obviously on third down defense. Um, so we want to have to win our one-on-ones, which entails your pass rush. You know, so we have to do a really good job with that as well. And then our run defense. You know, we've historically been a really good run defense, top ten in run defense, and sometimes top five, and sometimes number one. Um, so that has to improve. You know, so that just comes down to technique, fundamentals, and us got our guys doing their job with intensity. So you know, those things are all everything we're looking at are, are really those things. So that's Matt Eberflus earlier today up at Hallis Hall. I think that the difference is that. You know, you want to see progress from this defense, right? And people are telling you that they don't have any talent, right? The problem is that they do have talent, but their talent is now hurt. Like the last three weeks, you haven't had Eddie Jackson. You haven't had Brisker. You haven't had Kyler Gordon. Those are supposed to be your three remaining bright spots on defense. And people will come back and say, oh, Eddie Jackson doesn't tackle. Yeah, well, look what, look what the depth is. Look behind him, right? That's what you want out there? I'll take Eddie Jackson because Eddie Jackson was playing well this year. Interceptions were up, all that stuff. He was tackling better. He was playing better football. He was having a good season. The problem is you have your three bright spots on your defense that you're supposed to be seeing you know, uh, growth from, aside from Jalen Johnson. And Jalen Johnson hasn't even been healthy. He hasn't been out there for all the games either. So you have talent. Your talent just can't stay healthy this year. Like, they're getting hurt left and right. Like, you lost Eddie Jackson and Mooney in the same game, right? Like, that's 
awful. Like, you can't have that happen. And so they don't. They don't have the talent because their talent is injured. Now, if everybody was healthy, right, if you were telling me, hey, Brisker's out there, Johnson's out there, Eddie Jackson's out there, Kyler Gordon's out there. Now, they're getting Brisker and Gordon back this week because they came out of concussion protocol after the bye, so they'll be back out there. So maybe it does look a little better. I'm not expecting it to look that much better against the best team in the NFL, the number two offense in the NFL against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. But I will say that I want to see more bright spots. Like, I don't need to see them progress as a whole, right? I don't need to, like, you can give up all the points you want to give up because now people want losses because that's, that's, you want to have a better draft uh, spot. But I want to see the occasional interception from Eddie Jackson still. I want to see Brisker playing well. I want to see Kyler Gordon not get beat every other throw. That's what I want to see. I want to have them have more plays like Jack Sanborn is having where he's become a bright spot now that he's had to fill in for the now-traded Roquan Smith. Like, that's what I want to see. Like, I don't need the... Because it's not just one guy, right? Like, it's the whole defense has looked bad. But you can pick out pieces. Oh, this guy's had a sack, a couple sacks a game. This guy's had an interception. This guy did this. Like, you can, you know, like, hey, guess what? They played A.J. Brown in the Eagles, and, like, Jalen Johnson shut him down. Like, absolutely shut him down. Like, that's the, the, it's the small bright spots that you want to see. I don't expect them to be great. I don't expect them to make, in the next four games, these huge strides, let alone with two weeks off. But I do expect to see some of these bright spots shine in these last four weeks because that's who's going to be on this team next year. we we'll go to Andrew and Bartley. You're on ESPN 1000 talking with Black and Abdallah. What's up, Andrew? How's it going, fellas? Good evening. Did you guys hear me? Good evening. Uh, uh, you sound distant. Hello, hello. 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 Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Yo, yo, yo. Can you guys hear me? I don't know if that's better. It might be worse. Hang on. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm driving for work right now, and I have you guys on speaker. Oh, we don't want you to get a ticket. Yeah, I mean, be careful, no, man. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I had you guys on the Bluetooth. But, uh, oh, Bluetooths okay. are never good. That's a pro yeah, tip. Bluetooths are never good for calling into radio shows. Yeah. Yeah, I apologize, you guys. It's fine. What's up? What's up, man? For sure. It's good to talk to you guys. Um, so I just wanted to talk about the Bulls really quick, and it, I really hate saying this because we were just there, obviously, and, you know, I'm beating the drum, but, um, you know, this team needs to blow it up. I mean, even if we get a bunch of shooters and athletic rim runners, which this team needs, um, we're still so far away. I mean, and, and I don't think enough people talked about the Wendell Carter trade enough. But that was an all-time negligent um, trade by, uh, like, a Chicago GM because we gave up a future perennial all-star, in my opinion, in Wagner, and then Wendell is really just playing well. I mean, he's, he's honestly the, uh, the perfect big man in today's game that you want. And not, I, I could see him being, like, a, honestly, a championship-level center. Not like a star, but, you know what I mean, like a great role player. And, you know, I just – it's just frustrating. I – I, I want to see this team stick together, but I just really don't see, you know, I don't see the sun in the, uh, the horizon. I just, it's, it's a tough time. What do you guys think? Yeah, Andrew, thanks for the phone call. I, I'd answer it with this. I did not expect Vooch to be so bad from three. I thought... I thought the way the trade went down, I thought the Bulls were the better team in the deal because I thought that Vooch was going to be able to play at a good enough level offensively and mm-hmm. be able to stretch the floor and hit three-point shots to make it worth it and like really open up this offense. Vooch has not proven in back-to-back seasons. He can't shoot from three. Yeah, and, and that's been a major problem here and why, like Andrew said, that the Magic are, are going to win this trade, uh, especially if the pick goes 
this year mm-hmm. to the Magic if the Bulls don't land in the top four. Uh, the Magic fleeced the Bulls, really. Yeah. And because the, the Bulls are in a situation now where they don't really have an option outside of the group that's on the court right now getting better collectively. There is no smart move to make. There's no player on the horizon that's going to become a free agent that you can go get. There's, it's not going to happen. And, like, who's the name out there? Shea Gilgis Alexander? He has a fresh new deal. Mm-hmm. Chances are if he leaves Oklahoma City, he's not coming to Chicago. No. And th- that's why, to me, like, I don't know if I'm in favor of blowing it up, but you have to... I'd be in favor of blowing it up if I knew that they were going to, if there were a bunch of free agents out there, right? Like if this, if there was a good free agent class and they're like, hey, this guy's coming off the books and this guy's going to opt out and this guy, because then you can completely flip your roster in one season, right? Like you can draft Wimbanyama with the first overall pick and build around him in an instant because players are going to want to play with him because they're going to want to play with the number one pick in the draft, right? And you build around him and you you bring in some stars, you bring in a superstar, you pay somebody max money and you're like, this is what we're doing, right? But there's nobody out there. So what are you supposed to do? They're kind of stuck in this like sunken place kind of where they can't get out of because there really is no good path out of this this rut that they're in. It's a problem. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. I, I don't think there is a good answer to this. Um, and that, that's where, like, that's why you're starting to see apathy with the fan base. Mm-hmm. There's no buzz in town. Like, you know, some of the best times to be a sports fan in this city is when the two winter teams are playing well. The Hawks are in a situation where they're one of the worst teams in the NHL and they're rebuilding. Mm -hmm. And the Bulls are in a situation where theoretically they're not supposed to be rebuilding. There's no energy. No one's talking about the Bulls. No one's excited to go to games. No No one's having watch parties. Like the the Derrick Rose days are so long ago. There's just no enthusiasm in this town for it. Plucking Abdallah, we're going to talk some football coming up next. Five up, five down. Who are the five best teams in the NFL, the five worst teams? We'll tell you next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah, ESPN 1000, and now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2. Weeknight 6-8 right here on ESPN 1000. You can also listen to the show on the ESPN Chicago app, and that's where David is listening. Dave in Raleigh, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dave? Man, I love you guys. I, for, oh, I was thank trying you, to Dave. think about it. I was like, why am I even calling? I was like, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to remember. But anyway, Abdallah was talking about Bulls basketball, and it just reminded me of earlier, he was, they started talking about Blackhawks hockey. I was like, I could oh, yeah. not be more interested. I Yurko. could not be, I could not be less interested in Bulls basketball at this particular point. So, I, I don't know. I just thought I had to call in. But anyway, I'm. In fact, I'm driving. I probably shouldn't be. But uh, I'm actually heading this weekend to the uh, Miami Buffalo game. Okay. Oh, 
Yeah, so so looking forward to that. It's supposed to be like three to five inches of snow. Yeah, thirty uh, mile an hour winds. That'll be fun. Oh, that's great. That's beautiful, right? No, no. That's awesome. No. Um, is, is that not is that not good? But anyway, I I just I love you guys. You guys are great. And uh, certainly love listening to you guys each and every day. Love uh, Abdallah's epic takes. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Dave. Thank I mean, you. We appreciate it. Hey, Dave, I mean, how about this? We'll epic let it... take. Yeah, he's got epic takes. I agree. Uh, yeah, how about this, Dave? We're going to do I you mean, a no, favor. No, no, no. Go ahead. What's that? Go ahead. No, but I just, I mean, the guy is classy. I mean, I mean, you guys, and what's the deal with Greeny? Why does he, why does he get the spot from, uh, what is it from ten to twelve or whatever? You guys can't. You guys aren't good enough to get that. Well, we I mean, we fill in from time to time. Yeah, Dave. we're there when he's not there. We've got I the night show. We're good enough for this spot right here. Mm-hmm. This is our real estate. I know. Six to but eight. But you guys are epic at from ten to twelve. That would be phenomenal. Well, we'll fill in when Greeny's not there. Yeah. I know, but I mean, how many? How many soup takes and New York jet takes can you stand? I mean, there's come a on, lot guys. of soup out there, man. Apparently, there's a lot. I mean, you like the soup, man? I mean, I like the soup. The Jets, S J E T S, soup. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> come on, guys. Thank you for the call, Dave. Uh, how about this? We'll All do right. you a favor since uh, we don't want you to turn off the station. Uh, we'll switch it from hey. Bulls talk and we'll we'll do some football talk now. How, what do you think hey, of what that? What about the um? So I'm flying up for uh, draft night, April 27th. Are, are, are you guys got anything planned for that? Abdallah's we'll free. He'll we'll have you over. We'll be doing something. Yeah, we'll be doing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to. Got to, man. Come on, man. I got all kinds of guys coming up. We're going, we're going to go uh, Timothy O'Toole's for the draft night. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That's awesome. I love it. So how many, how many do you have in the crew coming up? Uh, eight, like eight guys. I mean, this is draft night, man. You guys, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Dave, hold on. You <laughs> yeah. have eight guys that are coming from around yeah. the country. I've, yeah, yes, because to I'm go to Timothy foot. O'Toole's Look. for the draft. Yes, they got TVs I, and beer. I, I am. Beer. I, I'm not lying. I've already got it. I already know where I'm staying. Uh, that's just the, it's it's a big. You know thing, the draft's not the, here, man, right? Yeah, they're gonna watch I it on TV. The draft out there. It doesn't matter. The last I flew up when uh, the Bears were uh, unfortunately uh, playing in the Super Bowl against uh, Indianapolis. I, I flew up. I wanted to be in the city. I remember hugging dudes. Hey, I'm married, by the way. I love my wife. She's awesome. But I was hugging dudes when Devin Hester ran that back. I was in Timothy O'Toole's, and I go for anything Bears. And hey, we're, we're this is getting ready to be a big thing. Dave, where were you? When, where, Dave, where were you when Trubisky was drafted? Uh, uh, I do know. Actually, I was in South Dakota. Okay, good. Not. Don't go back to South uh, Dakota during the draft. Nah, though, okay? I, I understand. There but, you go. Um, so no, going back to Chicago to watch the draft. All right. It's gonna be awesome. Well, make sure you so, stop uh, by. Stop by the window and see us. Yeah, do us a favor. When I you come to town, come wave to us outside the window. I do that to Waddle and Sylvie. The last time me and my wife were there about uh, six months ago. Nice. I, there you go. I do it. Okay. Well, you guys take care, man. Take right, it easy, go Dave. Bears. Yes, go Bears. Go Bears. That's Thank awesome. you, Dave. Thank you, That's Dave awesome. and Raleigh. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's great. I love it. No, don't music him. Why? It's a great call. That is a great call. I like Dave. 
We just made a friend in Raleigh. We did. That's great. Word of the day is epic. Yeah, yeah. you've got epic takes. I didn't know I had epic takes, but no. all right. Oh, we're listening. We hear what you say. They're epic. It's not much. Danny Wheaton, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Danny? Hey, gentlemen. How's it going? Good. What's going on? Uh, well, just on my way home from work. I, uh, I like tapping into you guys on the way home and, uh, you know, capping Jay Hood on the way in. So that's, my, that's pretty much my daily. Yeah, that's uh, a way to do appreciate it. it. Appreciate Wake up it. with uh, Cap and Jay Hood weekday mornings. Our new morning show, Cap and Jay Hood, right here on ESPN 1000. Yeah. Call in tomorrow. Well, Tell I, them I, to take that. 9 a.m. I just wanted. Oh, I do. Uh, but I, I just wanted to. I wanted to tap into Dave, our last caller here. Dave's still on the Ooh. line, by the way. Hey, Dave's Dave. Still here, man. So, Dave, you're from Raleigh. Hold on, I, we have to go one at a time. So if you want to tell Dave something, say it, and then I'll put you on hold, Danny, and then we'll go oh, to Dave. Oh, I got you. Dave, Dave, these gentlemen do not belong in the mornings when I'm working. I understand <laughs> I can't listen to the radio at that time. So if, if Greeny could stay on at that hour, Greeny, your information is amazing, and I love it. But if he could You could just, listen to the podcast, you know, Danny. I do, and absolutely, and Greeny, I love Greeny, but I'm not going to lie, my entertainment after a long day of work comes from Black and Abdallah. Please do not come off here at that hour. Thank <laughs> you. All right, Danny, hold on. We'll go hold to on. Dave. We're we'll see what, see Dave, what Dave, Dave says. says Dave, yeah. what, do you, what hey. do you think of that? What? Hey! Out of here. I'm, I'm still going to Buffalo tomorrow, though. <laughs> no! What? Hey, come on. What, what's over with uh, Abdallah's epic takes? I mean, you didn't like my word epic? No, I, I love mean, it. I love it. What do you think of what Danny said, right. where he wants us to stay yeah. from six to eight? Six, six to eight? No. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, these. Guys, I mean, how much talk of jets and soup can we take? I mean, I mean, honestly. I mean, come on. All right, hold Seriously? on, Dave. I mean, hold, on. Hold, hold on, on Dave. Dave. Yeah, hold, hold on, Dave. Hold on, hold on, Danny. What did you think of Dave's response? Is it possible that Dave's bedtime, you know, being from the South, I guess, from North Carolina to South, is it possible his bedtime might be a little bit earlier than mine? It's, and, and, and therefore, during the during the 10 to 12 hour, it might work out better for him. Then, then great. But I, you know, for me, you know, this is my this is my prime time. This is what I need, and and this is the fuel that I get on my way home from work, so that I, you know, I don't blow a head gasket. You guys are the greatest. Thank you. We appreciate it, Danny. Thank you for the phone call. See, that's good fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast on this drive home. Right, Dave? Is this Paulie's pick? So who was this guy? Was he was that Paulie? <laughs> Dave, are you are you <laughs> Dave? Dave. Honestly, yes, Dave, sir. Are you, sorry, still going, yes, are you still yes, going? Are you still going to Buffalo? <laughs> I am. I'm actually leaving uh, four o'clock tomorrow morning. You know, it's supposed to be three to five inches of snow. Hey, That's and, and get this. So I am wearing all my Bears gear. I got Justin Fields jersey. I got my Buckets jersey. All my Chicago Bears hats. So but they're, I'll they're be playing, representing they're playing, Chicago well. But they're playing. They're not playing. It doesn't matter. I still got to represent yeah, the Bears. He's supporting the team, man. See, that to me yeah, is Dave, and I love you, and I pre- I love the support for <laughs> for us and the oh. Bears. But it's weird to me yeah, when it's I go like to a backhanded no, compliment. No, 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 Dave, it's, it's always weird to me when I go to a game and I see someone that's wearing the jersey and gear of a team that's not even playing. 
Well, I'm sorry. I love my friend. I'm supporting my friend. I'm going to eat buffalo wings and drinking Labatt <laughs> Blue. Hey, you do that, man. That sounds like a, a time. I am a Bears fan through and through, and I will be supporting the Bills, but, you know, I'll be wearing my Bears gear. So, All right. God bless you. All right, that, thank you, Dave. We appreciate it. Have a those. safe trip, right, Dave. Yeah, have fun, thank Dave. You, Abdallah. Call us yeah. and let us call thank us you, on. Uh, hey, Dave, call us on Monday and let us know how it went. Actually, no, don't call. Don't be here. Call no, on Monday and tell us how on. it is. Yeah, we're I'll, off on I'll Monday. I'll do that, sir. Yeah, y'all have a good day. Next time we're on for Greeny, call us. Yeah, next uh, next Wednesday, <laughs> we'll be on next right. Wednesday in the morning. God bless. All right. God yes. bless. God bless. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Is it Friday? We were gonna do five up, five down in this segment. We still can. I can go. I can just go five, four, three, two, one. You want me to? Kevin in Chicago wants to join. Kevin, you're on ESPN Cowboys. 1000. What's up, Kevin? Bills. Uh, yeah. So I did radio for like 23 years, ooh, and uh, and I gotta tell you, like, uh, his, Dave's opinion doesn't matter because Dave is not gonna get a ratings book. So the guy that called in after him, his opinion actually matters. So can you explain that to to Dave? Dave's gone. Uh, I Why mean, that is? I don't know if I can explain anything to Dave. I think he's a little drunk. Oh, all right. Okay, all right. The, the reason being is he's out of market. That That's the yeah. answer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's great. Yes. I, mean, I mean, he's great for streaming numbers, so we want yes. him to stream because that's good. Because we do sell the streaming numbers, but the ratings numbers is what we need because that's what's going to get you guys a ratings bonus. For sure. <laughs> ratings bonus. We're with you. <laughs> we agree, Kevin. We appreciate you. And wait. I do have a question, though. Yes. How can you guys be a Chicago station that can't conference two phone calls in? Well, yeah. You know what? It's a fair question. Kevin, there's uh, a lot of questions an, we have. That's an IT and engineering uh, situation. Here at the same time. Um, so there Maybe you go. Maybe they can take your ratings bonus and pay for that. Ratings bonus? Yeah, well, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the call, right, Kevin. Get a ratings bonus. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Someone that works in the rating system listening to the show. How about that? Thinks that we get a bonus. There's always a At first. night. <laughs> All right. You know. Do you want my five real quick? Sure, if you want to rush through it. 49ers, Cowboys, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles. I got Cowboys, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, Eagles. And then uh, 28 through 32, Cardinals. <laughs> Tyler doesn't want the music up. Colts. Tyler, Tyler's had enough of music? us. Want some music? Want some music? No, you've had enough of us. That, no, I, I haven't. I can tell when you've had enough of this. Cardinals, Colts, Bears, Broncos, Texans. Colts, Those. Cardinals, Bears, Broncos, Texans. Yeah, five up, five down. All right. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. <laughs> ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. This is this is this is Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah weeknight, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We'll continue taking your calls at 312-332-3776. But Abdallah, once a week we talk to Tyler Aki. He's our college basketball expert here on Black and Abdallah and at ESPN 1000. Follow him on Twitter at Tyler Aki underscore. You can also download Basketball U. The podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. 
new episodes dropped weekly. Tyler, college basketball. Here we go. We uh, we missed you last week. We had, we had stuff going on last week, but we're back for some college basketball conversation. What's going on? So much good stuff oh. happening in college basketball oh, right I now. I, I can hear Abdallah right now. I've been waiting all week to talk college basketball with my friend Tyler Aki. Tyler, how about those Alabama Crimson Tide <laughs> taking down not one, but two number one teams and then beating Memphis yesterday for a hard hat blue-collar basketball win. So, the win against Houston on Saturday was their second, like you mentioned, victory over a number one team. It's the first time that a team has done that, beaten two number one teams in a season before New Year's. How about since that? Duke wow. in 1965. How about wow. that? Since Duke? In 1965. I'm Duke. He I'm wasn't coach even the coach K. then. I was, I was an intern. I'm your master. Call me daddy. But the what? the win against Memphis yesterday, I think that was probably the more important win because that's a that's a Memphis team that like nine of their ten rotation players are seniors or older. And you were wondering, okay, could this be like a little hangover game for Alabama? Yeah. You know, beat two number one teams, well, you're feeling yourself they didn't a little cover, bit. And they it was didn't close. cover. I didn't think they would cover in no. that game, but the fact that they pulled off the victory after being down early was impressive to me, and I think that is one of their more impressive wins of the season. So what's a real projection for this team? I mean, they're the number four team in the country right now. They've got a legitimate shot as, at a one seed this year. Wow. They've got the best freshman in the country right now, Brandon Miller. He's averaging 18 and a half uh, points, eight and a half rebounds. He's shooting 44% from three on seven attempts per game. Getting the oats boat. Like, you want yeah, an orc get, here? Get you want boat? an orc? Give me a life preserver. We're rowing, we're rowing down to I'll Houston, all right? We are rolling we're to the rowing Final down Four, to Houston. my friend. We are we, rolling to the Final Four. Are we going to the Final Four this year? If Alabama's in it, we are. All right. Show? Show trip? Show yeah. trip? Absolutely. Uh, Tyler, I wanted to talk to you about the new number one team in the country, the Purdue Boilermakers. They come off of a win on the road against Nebraska in overtime on Saturday. Purdue, number one? Yeah, they're the number one team right now. Uh, they were the number one team uh, in the country last year for a little bit. It was the first time in program history that they were the number one team in the country. And it only lasted a week. Actually, it really only lasted a day because they lost to Rutgers on a Monday right after. I think it was a Monday right after it. Um, and the old thing is like, can they be ranked number one longer than their most famous alum, Neil Armstrong, was on the moon? And uh, this time around, they might be able to do it. They might be able to do it. That's awesome. He was on the moon for like four days, I think, or was something he? like that, or like there and back. Was he never? What, what well, he was, was he was plotting for four days. I was going to say, what if, he was, what if he was never on the moon? Don't do that. What if he hmm. was never? Those on are the great moon? Americans that went up there and walked around. Yeah, they had a walk. Did they? Don't do that. All right. Just saying, just saying. We're uh, we're a certain percentage into the season. I don't know exactly what, but we're a short time into the season. What Any, is that? We're a certain percentage? Yeah, we're like a small percentage third, into the season. About a third of the way we're through. You play about 33 games or so. I was going to say quarter. I was going to say quarter, games. but we're, I didn't want to be wrong. We're in an uh, inserted number here uh, part of this season. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be wrong and say quarter. Uh, we're about a third of the way through the season here. Thank that's you, Tyler. Right, Any big surprises besides Alabama beating two number one? Not one, but two number one teams. You know, I don't even know if that's a surprise. Oh, damn right don't it's not. I don't even know if that's damn a surprise. Right it's not. Um, one of the big surprises here early on is the emergence of Virginia, as well as Purdue being at the number one spot in the country. And also, I don't think it's a, a surprise that they're good, but maybe it's a surprise that they're as good as they are. And that's UConn right now 
at 11-0. They're currently the number one team in the country, according to Ken Palm. They're ranked third in the country overall. Um, but UConn is a really strong defensive team right now. They've got kind of the the makings of a team that can go on a deep run. They're well coached. They've got a, a big, they've got some guards that play uh, some important uh, roles for them as well. I really like what I've seen out of UConn. Very defensive oriented team. Andre Jackson, Adama Sanogo, really, really strong team so far. We love talking college basketball with uh, Tyler Aki once a week here on the show just to get us ready for mm-hmm. March Madness because what's going to happen is it will happen sooner than you think. Right, like before we know it, we'll be getting ready for the tournament. So, Tyler, uh, locally, Illinois, they're ranked 18th at seven and three. I don't see any other local teams in the rankings. What's going on in in the great state of Illinois? So, Illinois, right now, they're coming off of a, a tough loss against Penn State uh, at home. They lost by 15. They're actually 0 and 2 in the Big Ten right now, and they're going through like they've got some good players. But their number one, their best player, I would say, is Terrence Shannon. He's a transfer, came over from Texas Tech, Chicago kid. And he's just been kind of up and down. He's been a streaky player for them. He's a big reason why they had success out in Vegas earlier this year and went out and beat UCLA earlier this season. Uh, He went seven of eight from from three in that game. But he's struggled with consistency so far this year. So it's just going to be one of those things where can he bring the, the same sort of output every single game? One of the other teams in the state that's actually been kind of surprising this year is Northwestern. Oh. Out to a 7-2 and two start right now. Go Cats! Really good defensive team. Top 20 in defensive efficiency. Their two losses this season came against Auburn, who's a pretty good team out of the SEC, and then Pitt, which is a little bit of a head-scratcher there. Um, but yeah, I, I think that this Northwestern team, I don't think they're a tournament team but I think they're good enough where Chris Collins still has a job at the end of the year. Any love for DePaul? DePaul's all right this year. They're, they've, they're top 100 in Ken Palm right now, I believe. Um, but they're kind of, they're, I'm looking right now, 6-4. and four. They did have a win against Loyola Chicago, but Loyola Chicago not nearly as good as they have been in years past. So as far as looking at the uh, NBA draft, right, and looking at like the yep. top players in college basketball, I'm looking at a mock draft right now. The first three players off the board aren't in college. Yeah, they're probably what, playing at uh, IMG Academy well, or something? Well, it's, it's Wembenyama. There's there's, uh, yeah. Scoot Henderson is in the G League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then there's then an Amon overtime Thompson elite. Overtime elite. Yeah. Scoot yeah. is playing for the Ignite team, right? Right? Yeah. yeah, and yeah. so Nick Smith Jr. is the first yeah. uh, pick from college. And he hasn't played a lot this year. And then Brandon Miller from Alabama. And then so are there just not – is the talent from Wembenyama, Scoot Henderson, and like overtime elite just better? Is this, just, is this a down year for singular talent in college basketball? I think it's a different year because you look at the – with what NIL has done and bringing guys back to college for an extra season, like the national player of the year returned to college. You don't see that in basketball, right? Like, cause they're either a senior and graduate or they're a sophomore and go to the NBA or they're a freshman and go to the NBA. But this season you've just got so much returning talent that maybe isn't good enough to be NBA cat, like a top five level pick in the NBA. And the fact that this year in college, a lot of the best players are bigs and they're like traditional bigs, back to the basket guys, and those aren't guys that you're going to see go in the top five. The player you're talking about is Drew Timmy, right? Drew Timmy and he Oscar, Oscar, to, well, no, uh, Oscar Shibway is the one I'm talking oh, about. really? From Drew Kentucky. Timmy didn't win, win player of the year? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like he was covered as if he was the player of yeah, the year. Yeah, he was. He, he got oh, wow. like a... 
you, you, so John Shire, like nobody's had more profiles written about them over the course of six months than John Shire. I'm Duke. I and, want and the profile. I think Drew Timmy kind of got the same coverage <laughs> last year. All right. Uh, as we wrap up the week and head to the weekend, what's the biggest game on the schedule for the future uh, for the next week or so in college basketball? Tons of big games this weekend. We've got Indiana and Kansas, fourteen versus eight at the Fog. We've got Alabama on the or at home rather taking on uh, Gonzaga. So that'll be another good test for Alabama Win. this weekend. Win. And then this was almost number one versus number two this weekend, um, but it's Virginia taking on Houston. Still a good game nonetheless out in Charlottesville. All right. Thank you, Tyler. Check out Basketball U. New podcast up this week, Basketball U? Yep. Went up yesterday. Fantastic. Check it out on the ESPN Chicago app. Tyler Aki has all your college basketball information. Follow him on Twitter at Tyler Aki underscore. Black Amdahl, weeknight 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Tio in Elgin, you're on ESPN 1000. It's Black Amdahl. How you guys doing? We're good, man. What's up? Like I say, man, you know, you're the best. Don't Please do not move. Don't what? listen to David. We're, you guys we're, are we're, the no, best. T- Where no, are we moving? T- we're not moving anywhere. Hey, we're here. Oh, I, I mean, you never know. Uh, listen, Tio. Easy. Yes. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> there's, there's, like, people got to get, you know, like, when they ask you, hey, what's next? <laughs> Being at Nights Forever is. <laughs> oh, the, you're leaving? You're leaving the program? The, no, but I'm not leaving. I I'm like not, this real estate. I know. I you, like the night show. Well, you can, yeah, you can, you can develop it into something that's up and coming then. Yeah, you guys are the best. You know, I. <laughs> I got a family that is there on the radio right now, and I'm not listening to them. Um, I'm listening to you guys because you're the best. <laughs> Tio's turned off his family. Well, you guys Thank you, Tio. That's awesome. Uh, what station, Tio? What Tyler? station? Don't don't promote no, another radio show. California. She's not here. Oh, got oh, it. I got it. Okay. I got okay. it. Okay. I got you. <laughs> That's awesome. Can I say something, Tyler? Yes. Yeah, of course. What's up, Tio? I don't know if he want, he knows that um, uh, Syracuse won the uh, soccer championship. Yeah, they did on penalty it. kicks. I didn't watch a second of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you knew because like, and I heard you talking about it. So I just want to let you know. I'm a big soccer <laughs> fan, so big win, congrats. soccer school. <laughs> yeah, man. So congrats and uh, thank you guys. You are the best. Thank you, Tio. Appreciate you listening. Nice. Bye. You're listening to Black and Abdul on ESPN 1000. Chicago's Chicago's home for sports. When you're at home, don't miss Black and Abdallah. I got stories that'll raise the hair in your head. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Rather looking forward to it. Black and Abdallah. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Thank you to Tyler Aki and to Nick Moxala for producing tonight's show, Black and Abdal. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000. Also with Carmen and Yurko at noon, right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Abdal, I saw this earlier today. I want to get your opinion mm-hmm. on it. A new TV show mm. uh, from TLC. You ever watch shows on TLC? I always feel like when, when TLC is on in the house and I walk into the room... It's always a, a dating show. Is TLC the uh, the show that runs uh, Married at First Sight? Uh, yes, I believe yes, so. It is. <laughs> it's also the show that has like uh, the the relationships with someone from out of the country. Oh, um, 
90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. That's what it's called. Yes. And then there's like the spinoff where the one dude who's kind of creepy has the mom who's also creepy, who now she's dating a guy from Canada and it's super weird and creepy. Okay. You you haven't seen these two? I don't have not, not <laughs> seen those. If you if you saw them, you wouldn't turn it off because you're like, how is this? I have this not seen those. Something. Two? I've seen 90 Day Fiance though, or not yeah. 90 Day Fiance. Um, Married at First Sight. Well, yeah, Married at uh, First Sight. 90 Day Fiance. They always work out. Those people are always, you know, sticking in yeah. for for the relationship. Uh-huh. That's why it's all about true love yeah. in those situations. Uh-huh. Uh, so TLC has a new show. Uh, they released the trailer for it today. Hmm. Uh, the name of the show is Milf Manor. Life has given me some curveballs. I think it's my time to find love. I was married for 14 years. I want to get a chance to do me a little. Young men have much more energy. They think out of the box. I want that. <laughs> Especially in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> in this amazing, beautiful mansion here in Mexico. This is a perfect place to find love. Welcome to the villa. You're about to embark on a dating experience like none other. Let's go! I have an extremely high libido. Is that too much saying I have an extremely high libido? Should I just have said a high libido? Ladies, where's all the men at? ready to connect with somebody who doesn't really care how old I am. I'm just looking to have fun. Here we go. What the hell? It just got real. The new show on TLC, it's called Milf Manor. Eight hot moms leave home for a chance to find love with men half their age. But they're greeted with a shocking twist. The new series premieres January 15th, 10, 9 central on TLC. Could the question so- I have for you, Abdallah, is what is this shocking twist? Well, first of all, if a soundbite could smell like vodka and cigarettes, <laughs> it would be, I have an extremely high libido. <laughs> Should I not say high libido? <laughs> I have an extremely high libido. Uh, younger men, they've got stamina. <laughs> They think outside my box. The box. Excuse me. Sorry. The box. <laughs> what, what do you... So in the trailer, uh, at the very end, when you heard the, the trailer go quiet and then they're all shocked, Yeah. Uh, they show the men, but behind a screen and then the screen is lifted Yeah. and they can see it. Yeah. What do you think the shocking twist is? So the... We, we know the that they're, on they're the, cougars on the prowl yeah. and the men are half Well, we're going to have to get Chauncey's take on this. Yes. Um, the, uh, the 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 twist going around the internet is that it's going to be their sons, oh, and that no. they will have to date each other's sons. Oh no! Which is so the sons are going to be there trying to date the moms, and yeah. the moms are going to be there trying to date the sons, and hopefully not crossing streams. I thought I recognized that music. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Keith. Thank Life you, has Keith. given me some curveballs. I think it's my well, time I was thinking the same love. thing. I thought, yeah. I thought that the music was familiar. What's the music from? 
Oh, it is it really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think what it was. Life has I, given. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, what are did they? What? What song? I double did they checked play? the commercial stack to make sure I didn't fire you something. That's incredible. To try You're to figure right. out what it was. That's the old theme yeah. song from the old National Bank. Well, get I mean, old. I mean, they are milfs. Yeah, get old. Life has given me some purple. I think it's my time to find love. Sponsor of Milf Manor. Get old. <laughs> Oh, we just totally ruined the partnership. I'm so sorry, oh, Keith. That's great. That's amazing. Okay, uh, so here's my thing, real quick. What I do you think, think the twist is? I think is? the twist is it's gonna Milf be Manor. it's gonna be their sons, and they have to date each other's sons, which is definitely <laughs> how some movies start. Don't ask me how I know. Uh, and so which maybe movies. There's some movies that are out there on various hubs. <laughs> Various hubs where you yes, can hubs. You yes, can, where you can find you can the find movies. These movies at various hubs. <laughs> Life has what given me. You're so right. That's Why amazing. Carmen, North Riverside, you want to say goodnight to the people? Good night, Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.